Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, May the 27th, and we come off just another brutal Phillies loss last night in Miami. What else is new to the Marlins? Just an awful loss, a game that... Even though they were only up 2-1 and one nothing prior to that, like for some stupid reason, I, I let myself believe that they were going to find a way to win it because they had won a similar game the night before, obviously 2 nothing, And, you know, it just felt like, all right, you know, we're going we're gonna to close this out. It's so close. There's two outs in the eighth inning. We're going to get there. Get Hector in. We'll get it done. Hector's been really good lately. Let's go. Wasn't to be. Phillies lose 4-2. They give up three in the bottom of the A. Sam Coonrod. Uh, gets failed by his defense, and he was not great either. But but ultimately, I mean, God, God, it's just rinse, repeat, night after night after night after night with this defense. It's unbelievable. I mean, I've already said now, as, as you know, if you listen to this show, that it's the worst Phillies defense I've ever seen in my life. Jim Salisbury was on the Midday Show this week and said it's the worst Phillies defense he's ever seen in his time covering the Philadelphia Phillies. So, you know, my uh, my shorter uh, memory, uh, Salisbury even, even doubling down on mine, and then, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable. To watch it every night, it's unbelievable. I mean, they're basically giving, like we said, we've talked about it, but they're giving a team like 31, 32 outs a night. And and they, they're not close to a good enough team to, to be able to afford to do that. They, they are not close to that type of team. They just, man, you can't win baseball games like this. They're 24 and 26. Um, honestly, when you think about how bad it's been, it's it's almost hard to believe that they're only two games under five hundred, and they certainly have been tough to watch. You know, it is a it's a tough product because again, the the defense is so bad, and it is actually actively hurting this team. It is again, you know, having watched baseball my whole life, I feel like it's really rare. That you watch a team, and again, look, I don't watch every team every night, but I watch a lot of baseball and have watched a lot of baseball. And I, you know, I have the MLB package. I have two TVs in my basement. Uh, you know, we've talked about this before, but I 
have the Phillies on one and a baseball game on another usually. And then, you know, when the Phillies aren't playing, I watch a lot of baseball. And, man, no team comes close. I don't ever remember watching a team that just consistently gives out gives abouts. Consistently. And that's not even talking about, like, the ones that they don't even come close to getting to that other teams might. That's, <laughs> like, the next level of it. I mean... How many balls has McCutcheon been a foot away from or whatever? I mean, minus the ones he's actually dropped, like, flat out. And another bad McCutcheon play last night, we'll get to it. But, man, I, I just – and, again, I know we always talk about it, but it's it's what's so frustrating about it is that the, the worst, worst part of it is that they're already not talented defensively, and yet they still make stupid mistakes. They still make – boneheaded plays they still aren't sharp and crisp with where they're going with the ball why they're going there what they're doing in each situation I mean we saw it again that McCutcheon play last night like indecision and gives them a base and that one didn't come back to bite them that the next inning the defense would get them again I mean Brad Miller like you have to make that play and then the double play ball you have to make that play and it's like Philly's third base is cursed this season it doesn't matter who's there, whether it's Bohm or Miller or whatever, it's going to be bad. And look, obviously Bohm's been worse. But Miller's bad last night. Those were two big miscues in succession, essentially, you know, for all intents and purposes. Just, um, it's frustrating to watch. You know, again, this team is uh, losing games they should win because of things like defense and the way they play the game and the boneheaded decisions they make or the again the, the inability to make routine defensive plays you know like I was just talking about I'm sure there are certain defenses in the league you watch and and they make the really tough plays and they are impressive and but you know what they always do or you know 98 percent of the time do is make the routine plays the ones you got to make and it's not just the great defenses, it's every defense. And look, errors are going to happen. It's baseball. It's a marathon of a season. There's so many reps, so many opportunities, so many whatever that, that things happen. I get it, but it's every night. It's every single night with this team. Again, the routine stuff. Back to what the manager said almost two weeks ago. Catch the ball or a week and a half, whatever it was. Like, catch the ball. What a simple thing to have to tell a Major League Baseball team. And yet, yet since that comment, it still hasn't happened with any frequency every night. And it's the boneheaded stuff. It's the Gene Segura lying on the ground while someone leaps over him, while a base runner leaps over him. And it's the the just not making simple plays. Like Hoskins the other night, the liner to first, just right off his glove doesn't make the play Miller last night these two plays the double play and then the 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 you know sharply hit I guess but not that sharply it's called the hot corner you know ready and just it just can't doesn't get to it the ball goes right past him essentially it just and and that was it and the Phillies give up bases like it's their job the McCutcheon play in the seventh inning again just uh uh runner on first uh two out hit to left field 
And McCutcheon like fields the ball as the runners running to third. It's like he's like almost like wondering if he should like throw home if the guy's gonna round third or whatever. I mean, it was like, and and lets the guy go from first to second. It's like the boneheaded stuff like that. It's not just the ball going right by Brad Miller. It's that stuff. And from a guy like McCutcheon, who should know so much better. What is that? You know, look, I, I, I'm not going to say I get it because it's, you know, a cap, dropping a couple of the balls he's dropped this year and some of the lackadaisical stuff we've seen from out there has been bad. But, you know, the the not knowing what to do with the ball. Andrew McCutcheon, former MVP, 33 or 34, whatever he is, like, I mean, you're going to drop the ball every once in a while and it's happening to him too much, but but not knowing what to do with it. Not being aware of the situation in a two to one ball game. In a two to one ball game. It's just so incredibly frustrating. It's so frustrating. And they lose to the Marlins because of stuff. And they're up two to one. They're up one to nothing. And they just give up outs. They just give up opportunities. They just let teams stay in games and win. And look, we we obviously, there's so much to, to criticize right now. The offense, I mean, look, I get it. I get it. You're missing your three of your best guys, including your two best guys in Harper and Romito and then Didi out as well. But, man, this offense just doesn't convert. Bases loaded, no outs in the third uh, i believe uh yeah in the third and and you only get one run out of it you're one uh you know one of your two runs in the entire game um again after a two hit effort two nights ago you have a five hit effort against a guy who came into the game and no one ever heard of him we have caught up in the minors he had a, a six plus era in the game but just four innings one run what's that what's that and again, I know you're missing guys, but like other than Hoskins and Miller, you know, Dubal's been good. Not it wasn't, you know, it hasn't been in this series, but and then Roman Quinn bringing the wood, couple hits. Roman looked pretty good um, in, in the game, uh, but I mean, zero for five McCutcheon, zero for four Segura, zero for four Dubal, zero for three Maton, zero for four Nap. Like five hits. And look again, some of those names tell you where you're at. Again, I understand it. It's a this is a talent roster issue as much as anything. And we go back to it, you know, the roster depth thing. I won't you know, talk about it so much. But again, that's why. Look, you're always gonna hurt when you lose guys as important as Harper and Romuto and and Didi. But you can at least potentially weather the storm if you have major league fill-ins. If you have roster depth, they don't. But. You certainly can't weather that storm when you give away outs because this team isn't hitting. And, you know, you you don't really have a lot of high-level major league hitters in it right now. Like the one guy you really feel like you can count on is is Reese, and he's bringing it and he's doing it. And then, you know, Brad Miller has been great offensively, a disaster last night defensively. But, you know, Brad Miller's supposed to be a bench guy. That's where this team is at. You're you're counting on Brad Miller on a night-to-night basis to be a big bad for you, you know? So look, they're they're in a bad spot right now from a roster perspective with the injuries and the the talent level that they have at you know the lower ends of the roster and of the forty man roster. So you know that's a problem, but um, none of that excuses the type of play we've seen. 
you know none of it excuses it it's sloppy it's tough to watch it's frustrating you're losing games that you shouldn't lose last night Aaron Nola look and Nola wasn't amazing but he was good uh six innings one run two hits three walks six strikeouts like he was fine 97 pitches through six it's a little frustrating because you want a little more innings wise from Nola but look, you can't kill him for that outing. The Marlins are bad. He should pitch well against them. But he was he was good. He wasn't amazing. He was good. Um, but ultimately does leave with a two-run lead. The Phillies manufacture a run the first on a walk. Brad Miller takes a bases loaded 3-2 pitch that was right on the line. And that um stunk last night, just like most umps have absolutely stunk this season. Um, but takes one right on the... I couldn't believe he took it and gets the walk. Uh, score run, that's it. As we talked about, it's the only run they score, um, which was a disaster. Bases loaded. And uh, they score one uh, on a sack fly in the fifth, and that was it. And they hold out to the eighth. Again, no good enough to leave with the lead. Brogdon pitches a clean inning, gives up a couple hits, makes it scary, but then Kumrad comes in and... Uh, you know, he wasn't good, don't get me wrong. Like, uh, did give up hits. Um, I don't know how the Miller play wasn't ruled an error. Um, they still got an out on the double play thing, so that's not an error because he still got the force out. But um, he didn't get helped, but he wasn't great either. Uh, did give up three hits. Uh, I guess two hits if we're going to be real about it. Um, but the three runs and the, and the big hit and uh, and then the extra one, again, the the defense really just, just crushes them. Um, just crushes them. It just, uh, you know, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch it. They end up losing 4-2. They're able to get nothing going in the ninth, um, uh, you know, other than Roman Queen getting hit by a pitch, for what that's worth. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a frustrating loss. Again, yet again against the Mons. Mons not have a better record than the Phillies, 24-25. and Yet again, that's incredibly frustrating, too. And, and it was... Again, it was one where, you know, even though I should have known they were going to lose, right? You know, of course, against the Marlins, no less, they're going to lose that game. But it just felt like, and then O'Double made an amazing catch in the sixth to to rob a home run, literally jumped up and took it over the wall back. A great catch, saved the run, bottom six. Nola, you're up 2-1, you're feeling it. You're like, all right, you got something tonight. And then they know, and they're unable to get anything going offensively, which kills them, just kills them, kills them, kills them against, again, a nobody starter. Um, and it comes back to bite them because they didn't have enough runs to withstand their their defensive errors and, and lack of you know kind of shut it down pitching. And it was frustrating. Um, on the injury front, uh, Girardi addressed the uh, the issue prior to the game. JT is apparently pain free. Uh, maybe we'll play against the Rays this weekend, but but not sure. Uh, we'll see. DD apparently almost all the swellings out of his uh, elbow, which is great to see. Uh, he is not doing any activities yet though. Um, Kingery's still not cleared to play, you know, not a, a huge issue for the major league roster. And Hazley is, uh, progressing, um, through the minors, uh, was the update. Uh, thank you to Destiny Legardo for that, uh, succinct putting it together update, uh, playing in, and, uh, he'll be playing in Clearwater, uh, this weekend, Hazley. Um, so look, they, they need JT back. They need DD back. They need Harper back eventually, you know, after that, they, they need these guys back. This offense is clearly deficient. We see it on a night night basis. And again, the defense is a true disaster, but, um, you know, if they can slug their way past some of this stuff, it could help, right? I mean, certainly help keep them competitive. Um, 
they need more. They need more offensively. They <laughs> yeah, the defensive thing. They just again, they they don't they're bad. You know, I don't know ultimately uh, not don't know. I know that no matter what they do this season, even if they make moves or whatever, that the defense won't be vastly improved. It is what it is. It's one of those things. Um but again, as we always say, they could they could play better. They could play sharper and tighter and not make mental mistakes and look the ball into the glove and catch with two hands or whatever you need to do. Um nowhere to go with the ball, Andrew McCutcheon. Um like that kind of stuff. You can fix that. That's not talent related. It's effort, it's focus. It's all that. And again, on the road, this team just continues to frustrate. Um, big one today, a day game, 12 tenor. It's, it's early. It's go time. Uh, you know, Not too much time to ruminate on the disaster last night. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but uh, we'll see. They need it. We'll get to that uh, a little later. Um, I wanted to get to one other thing before we look at today's game. It's obviously a look, uh, you know. It was just a... Uh, you know, frustrating loss last night, and uh, and it's it's a bummer to get over. So uh, we'll, we'll look at today's game in a minute, and obviously uh, tomorrow we'll get to the weekend and all that. Hopefully they can find a way to win today and salvage a, 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 you know, a serious split here. Um, that's huge. It would be massive. Um, we'll get to that. Uh, first, I want to mention something else that was brought up last night, something we talked about on the show recently uh, in light of JT's comments um, about pitchers using substances, and JT said he thought it was the – biggest issue in the game and uh you know or one of them that's that's not being talked about enough that uh you know um as we have talked about he is right that you know a lot of people talk about how the, the pitcher advantage right now is over the top the strikeouts way too much ball and play more we need all that stuff and jt said you know you want to fix that you should stop these guys from using substances and you know that that more, way more people than ever and way more people are using it look we all know that that's been a part of baseball for a long time but um it is a a, a critical point in the game in terms of the the pitcher dominance and i've talked about moving the mound back moving it down but this is something you could do like immediately right i mean and if it a catcher on a team, a catcher works with all his pitchers who uh, undoubtedly there's some on the team. I would think if, if the percentages that he's suggesting are right, you know, if it's as, as rampant as he suggests, I'm, you know, I'd say, who knows? But um, it looked like, look, last night I had people tweeting at me. It looked like Jimmy Garcia, the, the bronze closer, had something on his hat. Um, I don't know. You know, it looked like yeah, there was some white thing on his hat. Who knows if that was anything, you know, but, but, and people tweet that at me, and I, you know, it's at we're at a point where I do think it is. If if JT Romuto is willing to come out and say that it's at rampant, I think it is, and and you know, people latch onto his comments, um, and and it's started to be talked about. And then last night, and look, you will not hear me give Joe West credit often when he just passed the record for most games on. It was like. You know, uh, not a not a moment of, of clapping for me. Uh, he's horrible and has been horrible for a long time. And I think he's a, a terrible, terrible umpire. He's bad at his job. He makes it about himself. And I, I'm not a, a fan of Joe West. And I don't think many people are. But the rare time you will hear me give Joe West some credit. Uh, last night, he called out... Uh, uh, St. Louis Cardinals pitcher uh, Gallegos and uh, went out to the mound and, and said he had to switch hats because there was some foreign substance on his hat. Uh, Cardinals manager came out, argued, got tossed, and um, I thought it was important because 
this is one of those things. It's like an unwritten agreement for years that these pitchers use this stuff. And as long as they're crafty about it or whatever, like they, they get, get away with it. And, uh, look at a sport where there is way too much of an advantage for pitchers right now, as we've talked about a million times. I mean, it is, the numbers are just out of hand. Um, there need to be more balls in play. There need to be less strikeouts for the good of the game. I mean, it's a better version of the sport. We want more doubles and triples and action and, great defensive plays and not more strikeouts. It's not fun to watch. We all know it isn't like comparative. Look, we all love baseball. I love baseball. Even with the strikeouts, I'll keep watching it no matter what. But in terms of, of the good of the game, in terms of, of the best version of the sport, it's definitely one where this is not happening, where there's this absolute dominance from, from pitchers over hitters. So look, something like this is a, a, a quick way to, to, you know, try and, and, fix something on the fly a little bit, at least like give some leverage back to the hitters. Cause that does make a difference. That stuff, you get that grip, the spin rate, you know, all this type of stuff. It's, it's important thing. And, um, it's something as we talked about, it's kind of like not, there's nothing done about it. And at the time the sport is in now, that seems like that's unacceptable. And and again, for a prominent catcher on a team to come out and say it, I think that really shows you how, you know, kind of unacceptable it is at this point. Like again, that that I was shocked, floored, floored that JT did that. Like crazy. Again, he's a catcher. He works with pitchers, and he came out and called all pitchers out essentially. And look, Joe West last night kind of taking a first step to policing this. Uh, Ken Rosenthal tweeted this. I thought it was interesting. He said, text from a major league executive, good for Joe West, quote unquote, good for Joe West. It has to start somewhere. And then their story about, you know, what's going on with it. And they're trying to, to raise awareness and pay attention. And, and, and again, you won't hear me credit Joe West often or ever again, maybe. Uh, the odds are. You know, I didn't think it would ever happen. So, so hear it now. I agree with the executive. Good for Joe West. Other umpires should do it too. Let's stop this. Like, this is stupid. Like, this is such an easy way to try and make the game a little bit better right away without, you know, doing a drastic thing like lowering the mound or moving the mound back or whatever. I mean, that is a drastic step. I get that. I'm not saying that lightly. And, and if they can, you know, if this can make a difference as uh, a notable substantial difference, then wow. Like what an easy fix or at least a, a part-time fix or, a, or, or whatever, a part of the fix or whatever. Um, so look, I, again, I, I think JT, it took some chutzpah for him to come out and say it as a catcher in the sport to come out and do that. Uh, but I think it was important because I think, I, I know it got some people talking again, like, you know, the athletic other outlets have, have been covering the story far more um, aggressively than before because of JT's comments. And um, I think it took a lot of, you know, guts for him to do that. Cause you know, again, he could be calling out his own pitchers and, and potentially likely is. So, um, and even if not, he's still like, you know, works with pitchers. <laughs> you never knew the Phillies trade for the Phillies bring in, you know, that's, that's, it's a bold statement. And, uh, He's a smart guy, JT, so I don't think he does that lightly. I think he knows the ramifications of what he's saying and the importance of what he's saying, and I'm happy to see that other people seem to, too, and the fact that Joe West is doing this is potentially a sign that, that things could change, and if, if umpires really start cracking down on it and, and and 
teams players start getting suspended or you know their fines or infractions or whatever maybe it changes a bit maybe something happens like it's illegal in the game like it's not supposed to be done and they let it go what does that sound like what's something where it was like oh and even then it wasn't illegal in the game but but they let steroids go for a long time and that's a very different thing don't get me wrong but um, baseball just kind of letting things slide and that uh, that are illegal and hurting the game, but letting them go isn't isn't the best move, you know. And again, that's a much different issue and a bigger issue. But um, I do think that that it's important that they get a handle on this because um, again, I, I think anything you do to, to to work towards that solution towards a better game is important. And this is one of those things. All right, big one today. Phillies Marlins, they need it desperately. Uh, a shame the pitching matchup's not great. Spencer Howard and then a bullpen game, obviously, as that's what the Spencer Howard thing is. Um, hopefully, he can give you more, more than two innings, uh, effectively, uh, give you something that that you know kind of really helps you out because you're going up against Pablo Lopez, who's awesome and he's been awesome. That's a tough matchup. If the Phillies lose, they lose three at th- three or four to the Marlins in Miami. So. You need this one. They really need this one. It's early season. It's it's, it's almost Memorial Day. Like, this is the kind of game you need to win. You need to win. You can't lose three or four in Miami. Um, especially going to Tampa and a road trip still, you know, how do you um, – two in Tampa over the weekend. I mean, come on. Um, all right. Look, either way, we'll be back tomorrow to look at the weekend and to react to uh, what happens today. So, until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.